0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Let me welcome a neighbor. You can be seated in God's presence. Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory be to God. All right. I want to start from Philippians this evening, um, well, Philippians 4, 13, very popular text. And I want us to explore the kind of mindset Apostle Paul was um, walking in here tonight. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I believe we are practically, everyone is familiar with that verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Glory, glory be to God. I want to delve into that mindset tonight. I want us to, to delve into that. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. The context that Apostle Paul shared that revelation was quite interesting um, if you're familiar with the story, it was talking about the support, financially and materially, that it was getting from the, from the Philippian church. If you read, we won't take the time to, to read the old text again. It's a text we preach from a lot in church. Um, and how they had often and again sent aid to him and financed what he was doing in ministry and what God had called him to do. And then he was telling them that I'm not um, saying these things because I have need. I'm not reminding you of how you have supported me because I'm in need again uh, or I need help or I have a project um, ahead of me. He said I've actually come to a place, glory be to God, in my life or I've I've now developed a mindset where whether I have or I don't have, whether I abound or I'm not abounding, I can. I'm I'm okay. I'm fine. I've learned to abound. Whether I'm abound or I'm abased, I'm okay. And that's when he now dropped that statement that I can do all things. Glory be to God through Christ that strengthens him. Praise God forevermore. And God started talking to me about this from this verse and. First and foremost, this is a kind of mindset you're going to have to carry at times like this. Um, When Dr. K was with us last weekend, he kept reminding us about the fact that we're in perilous times. Some of the things we see happening all around us, all over the world in our nation, they are just signs of the times. And there's this kind of attitude and mindset that I believe every one of us needs in our individual life endeavors. This, we call it a can-do mindset. Somebody say can-do mindset. That it doesn't matter what is going on or what has happened or what has not happened. As long as Christ is in me, as long as Christ strengthens me, I will be able to achieve my objectives. Praise God. And that's the word of encouragement I want to bring to us tonight. Whatever goals are before you, whatever projects are ahead of you, whatever promises of God that you are striving to um, work in the reality of it, whatever it is you are trusting God to experience, maybe a word of prophecy has come to you and you have embraced it and you have received it and you are now in that place where you are trying to figure out how am I going to work it out? How am I going to work it to a point where I can begin to experience it? This can-do mindset or can-do attitude is what you need. And it's not a can-do that I am depending on myself, glory be to God. It's a can-do that I'm depending on Christ, and that really takes us to the core of the understanding and revelation Apostle Paul had, or he had developed. He had come to this awakening or consciousness of understanding that he carries something on his inside. Hallelujah. The other day we were talking in church, when, um, this last series we were talking about the glory of God. And one of the things I said... that will help us a lot to walk in the glory and to manifest the glory is when we come to begin to realize that the life of God itself is in us. way is in us. We are carriers of the life of God, the very essence of God. And if God is glorious and God can walk in glory, by extension, it means you and I can also walk in glory and manifest glory at one level or another. Hallelujah. I, I'm looking at people that are here in the hall with me. And you, you, we can all, everywhere you go to, whether you're in a bus or you're at your office, anywhere you are, you, you can look at people that are around and you will see that people are at different levels in life. And people have different experiences. And people may even have different challenges ahead of them. However, the moment anybody comes into Christ and Christ begins to dwell in them, this capacity that Apostle Paul was talking about here, that I can achieve whatever I need to achieve, that deposit of power and strength and wisdom or whatever the person needs, that deposit is there. That capability or ability is now inside that person. What is now needed from each individual, whoever you are, whatever level you are at, is to begin to comprehend that. And when we're talking about the glory, we're talking about being conscious of it. Being conscious of that life that is in you. And it's that consciousness that will enable you to achieve what you want to achieve. Glory be to God. It's that consciousness. And when you begin to carry that consciousness and you start adding this kind of attitude, I can do it. I can get the resources I need. I can get the qualification I need. I can achieve the goal that I need to achieve. I can be that better person that I'm dreaming I want to become. Hallelujah. I can have that better marriage, that better career, that better ministry, that better business, that better level. I can. Why? Christ is in me and he will provide the strength. Glory be to God. I want to submit to everybody listening to me tonight, on site or online, whatever it is that you have ahead of you, you can achieve it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What it takes for you to win, what it takes for you to succeed, you can achieve it. Christ in you makes it possible. Glory be to God. And a beginning point or a major, major helping point that will help you take a step closer to achieving your goals is when you start embracing this can-do attitude that Apostle Paul had here. Hallelujah. Somebody say with me, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do it. I can do it. Last Sunday, we were talking about Sarah. I remember closing the service, encouraging us to rejoice, and talking about the testimony of Sarah, um, Abraham and Sarah. And God came to them, if you're familiar with their story, and God told them. In fact, God was having a conversation with Abraham. Sarah was in the tent, in the back. God had watched them for a while. God had tested them. And God had now come, they had come to a place in their lives where really, they had done everything they could do in their own strength to achieve what God wanted them to achieve. The promise God had given them. They had made mistakes. Ishmael, a mistake of a lifetime. God had rebuked them. God had corrected them. And they had now come to that place where they had exhausted whatever ability they thought they had. Whatever strength or courage they thought they had. Abraham was Almost a hundred years old. Sarah was almost ninety years old, and like we say today, they they had come to an end of themselves. Hallelujah. And I'm wondering who's listening to us tonight. You are going through something. Maybe it's in your workplace. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it has to do with your finances concerning your health, or concerning all that is going on in the world and in our nation all around us, and quite honestly speaking, um, you have come to an end of yourself. You have come to an end of yourself. In fact, um, there's a question God puts on my heart that I should ask everyone listening tonight is, and I'm going to ask it this way, before I go into where I'm going, are you Happy? Are, are you happy with your life? Are you happy? You, you you go through your day, you look at what is happening, you, you see the effort you are putting and the things you are doing, are, are, you, are you deriving a source of happiness and fulfillment from what you are doing? And really, the main question I want to ask, because we talk about happiness from this interpretation of based on happenings. And of course, if there are Things you want. Oh, I just got a new car. I just, um, I just married my sweetheart and I, I'm just, I just got married, and all. you will be happy, naturally speaking. And if things are not really going as well as you want it, you, you may not be happy. So I don't want it to be a superficial discussion or question you are asking yourself, because it's not the happenings around you that I want you to target. Because sometimes the happiness around you may not be too palatable. So probably a better way to enjoy, to ask the question is, are you enjoying your life where you are? No, joy is a bit deeper than happiness. It's not based on circumstances. Glory be to God. Are you happy? Are you finding fulfillment? Do you derive joy the way you live in life? So, when God told Abraham and Sarah, they had come to an end of themselves. Abraham had told God, Look, just, I know you promised me an heir. At that time, God had told him, It's not going to be Ishmael. Let's let Ishmael be. There's no, I mean, <laughs> this thing cannot happen. Come to an end of themselves. And it's interesting, it's in that season of their life where seemed they had come to an end of themselves that God now stepped in. And God was now ready to perform what God wanted to do. It's very similar to Moses. We talked about Moses the other time. Where he was in that place where he thought he could deliver the Israelites. He, he attacked the Egyptian, killed the Egyptians. was ready to start fighting for them. Then... When he saw that ah, Pharaoh has found out my life is ran away. and 40 years had come and gone, seemingly he had come to an end of himself. You could not have started having a conversation with Moses at that time that let's go and rescue the Israelites or let's go and deliver. No, he had come to an end of himself. Of himself. And it's interesting, please hear me and hear me very well, that like sometimes where we are at that place, or when we are at seasons like that, that God wants to step in. Glory be to God. And God wants to begin to do what he has promised and what he said he was going to do. So Abraham and Sarah were in that place, and God now visited them. And God told them, of course, the way they responded to the visitation was very important, but we are not going there tonight. By this time, according to time of life, Sarah will behold the child. The Bible said She laughed. Because she couldn't imagine that it could happen. Praise God. She didn't have that can-do attitude I'm talking about tonight. Apostle Paul said, through Christ, I can do it. I can have that child. Hallelujah. I can have that breakthrough. I can have that miracle. I can have what God promised. Though it hasn't happened, it can happen. She didn't have that. But you know her story. That was just the beginning of her journey. By the time Isaac was to be born, and if you read the account, in fact, if you compare the Sarah that we read in Genesis chapter, I believe it was chapter 18 that God gave them that word. 17 or 18, I I don't want to go start opening that up tonight. The manifestation came in Genesis 21. You will see that a transition had happened to Sarah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews, look at the way Hebrews now described that for us. Let's quickly read that in Hebrews eleven. How she, by faith, received strength to conceive. Glory be to God. Hebrews eleven eleven. Hebrews eleven eleven. From someone that did not have a can-do attitude, can-do spirit, someone that had come to an end of themselves. I can't see a better path. Look, we've done all we can do. We have to settle with Ishmael. We know it's not what God promised us. We know we are not where God wants us to be. We are not exactly happy with ourselves. We are not enjoying life like we know we can enjoy it. But hey, we have come to an end of ourselves. I mean, we are 100 years old. We have tried. And you don't have to be 100 years old to come to an end of yourself. Can I get a witness? I hope you understand what I'm saying. So I'm not talking about age here. So the the Bible uses these characters and stories to help us paint a picture of real life experiences. You know, this is the beautiful thing about the word of God and the spirit of God and the things of God, the kingdom of God. It's applicable to real life experiences. If you want to use it that way. You can be religious about it if that's what you want, but you can apply it. To, you can apply it to your finance. You can apply it to having children. That's what Abraham and Sarah did here. Yeah? Having miracle children. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. Look at how they now describe that here. Hebrews 11:11. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive. To conceive seed. She, she received something. You read the story in Genesis 18 when God told her, she laughed. Laughter saying, not laughter of he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Oh, that's not the laughter, it's laughter of mockery. In Yoruba, really, what she said was, Where has God been all these years? Is it now? And from even what she said, we can deduce that they were no longer having sex maritally. Yeah, we are old. We don't even have intercourse anymore. So the, the attitude of, it can happen by this time tomorrow. It can happen by this time tomorrow. That can do things, Apostle Paul said. It wasn't there. But I'm here to tell somebody and encourage you, even if that's where you are. Glory be to God. God can still work with you. Hallelujah. God can, and God can still work on you. See, He said, I can do it through Christ that strengthens me. So what happened to Sarah? Look at, look at Christ at work in Sarah here. By faith, Sarah herself also receives strength. Hallelujah. That's what it takes to get things done. Praise God. You, you want to achieve your goals. You want to experience miracles. You want to see breakthroughs. You want to have the things. God, it takes strength. Strength that Christ, that's what Paul was saying, through Christ that strengthens me. He strengthens me. In different ways. When I need physical strength, He supplies the physical strength. When I need strength emotionally, oh, we need a lot of that. Dr. O'Keefe was talking about spiritual intelligence. When you need to be strengthened in that area, He supplies it. Hallelujah. He strengthens. He he brings what is missing, what is lacking. Hallelujah. And he brings it and makes it available for you so that whatever you need to do to get the job done, you are able to get it done. Glory be to God. And you can start with an empty tank. When you come to an end of yourself, you've come to an empty tank. But what do you do? You go to Christ. Christ. Now, the Bible was blank about this transition for Sarah. Let's read the verse again. I love something the Bible tells us there. She received strength to conceive seed, and she bore Abraham a child when she was past the age. Look at why. Because, and this is so vital. So when Paul says, through Christ that strengthens me, you understand the concept of what he's saying. Because he joined him faithful, who had promised She judged him faithful. I may not have the answer in myself, but I know the person that has the answers. Glory be to God. I may not know how to get there from where I am, but I know the person that can get me there. And I judge him faithful. There's nothing he has said, nothing he has promised, no prophecy he has spoken that he can't make to come to pass. I can do it. I can receive it through him. Hallelujah. And I think after, if you read that story in Genesis seventeen, 18, when Sarah, when God, God said, "Why is Sarah laughing? Why is Sarah laughing? Is anything too hard for the Lord?" I think that's where she now started renewing her mind and this process where she started believing God through faith. Praise God. She began to receive. We talk about this a lot in church. Faith is for receiving what the grace of God, the mercy of God, the favor of God has promised and has made available. Hallelujah. If God tells you in 2022, you are going to have all-round victory, praise God. And you are going to have Goshen experience and all the amazing things God has spoken to us. You need faith. Believe in God. It's not, I, I like to break when I'm thinking about things. I'm like, this. just believe. It's a it switch in your mentality and your thinking, your attitude. And then the supply begins to flow and you begin to receive the strength that you need. Glory be to God. And eventually, you come to this place. This this is what I'm seeing so strongly in my spirit. People coming to that place where they are standing in what God has promised them. I can do all things through Christ, that strengthens me. I can achieve it. Hallelujah. That's where we are going. That's where we are going. Everyone, glory be to God. Because the supply of heaven, hallelujah, is available to each and every one of us. Praise God. Let me touch on something here before we begin to pray. She she judged God faithful. She she judged God faithful who had promised. Uh, God is saying we're going to have a child. God is saying he's going to heal our body. God has said he's going to meet our needs. God has said, I'm going to have victory. I'm I'm at this place where it all seems, seems bleak and empty. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. But the one that has spoken, I judge him faithful. Hallelujah. I judge him faithful. Praise God. And one of the things I have come to realize that is so absolutely necessary, there are many things we can use to really, really begin to come to that place where our faith begins to receive. I hope you are still with me tonight. Be, begins to receive that strengthening that you need. One of the things that I've come to realize that is so vital. Again, I talked about it on Sunday. It's for you to be Joyful. Hallelujah. For you to be joyful. So I want to ask those questions I ask you again. That are you happy question. And I want you to interpret it in the light of revelation understanding now. I'm not coming from the angle of has what you want happened? Have you received the testimony that you want to share? Do you have the manifestations that I trust? God? That's not the angle I'm coming from. And when God asks the question, you see, like Adam in the garden, when God asks you certain questions, you need to know the angle which, where God is coming from. When God was asking Adam, Adam, what have you done? It's not like, Adam, tell me what you did yesterday that I, I was sleeping, Adam. I didn't see you. I didn't know what you were thinking. That's why. No, that's not the angle God is coming from. So if you respond with, ah, it's the woman you gave me, you have missed it. We are not asking you to defend yourself. The response is, ah, Lord, have mercy. I, I messed up. I, I, that's the response we are looking for. When we are asking you, Adam, what have you done? Listen, when God is asking, are you enjoying your life? Please hear me and hear me very well. When God is asking that question, I mean, God was showing me this. And when God is telling us that... Really, what God is asking is, are you walking in joy? Are you walking in joy? Are you, are you, and you can ask yourself where you are now, are you joyful? Are you happy in your spirit? One of these days, I'm I'm going to do a very, and I think I'm going to do it in the series we are starting this month of March. If God permits me, I actually thought I was going to do it tonight, but the Holy Ghost said, no, 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 don't, don't start from there yet. Why you should be joyful? I can give you 10 things now. Why you, you sh- as you are now, whoever you are, who, whatever level of glory you are walking in, even if you are not yet born again, let's assume you stroll into today and are not born again, why you should be joyful? <laughs> Praise God. Why you should be joyful? Talking about strength, which he said, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And how I resist strength. Nehemiah tells us that the joy of the Lord what, is your strength. Hallelujah. Let, let's let's read that that verse. I didn't even put it in my notes. Um, hallelujah. Somebody shout, the joy, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I can't hear you. Shout out like that the joy, the, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So I walk in joy at all times. Glory be to God. Watch the way it was constructed here, please. And when God is telling you, are you happy? Are you enjoying your life? The angle is not, did you just get a new car? Did your wife just put to bed? Did you just get a promotion at work? No. The angle is, are you living in joy, consciously, so that by faith you can draw strength? Hallelujah! By faith, you can joy, strength, draw strength—the strength you need to do what you need to do and achieve the results you need to achieve. That will make you happy. Praise God! That will make your wife to have the child. That will make you to get the promotion. That will make you to get the financial breakthrough. That's really where God is coming from. It's not a joy that gets. It's not a joy that is triggered at the end of the process. I hope I'm communicating to somebody here. It's a joy that triggers the miracles to happen. So, if you know the story of Nehemiah, they were supposed to be building the walls, people were attacking them, and all that. It was a very frustrating experience. And he now told them this, the prophet now told them, then he said to them, Please watch this. When God says, Are you enjoying life? Are you joyful? Watch using joy to cause things to happen, primarily to for your, your faith to be in a place. Look, let me tell you something. If you are not joyful, happy, and again, happy is being superficial, but if you are not doing it, your faith is not working as it ought. This is one of the reasons why you should be joyful, and this is one of the ways you know your faith is activated. Though we have not yet seen, we are Believing and rejoicing. Joy unspeakable. Peter was teaching us full of glory. So look at what Nehemiah now told them. He said to them, Go your way, eat the fat. In the middle of we are in the middle of a project. Enemies are attacking us left, right, and center. It's frustrating. We are depleted in strength. We are tired. We are, it's just an odious task. If you read the way they were building that wall, they had to hold their sword in their hand and they are bricklaying equipment on the other hand. It was a very, very stressful time. This prophet now came and told them this. Of course, their morale was being depleted. There wasn't any happiness in the camp. And they could have lost. We well, said, go your way. Eat the fat. Hallelujah. Drink the sweet. Send portions to those whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our God. Hallelujah. Do not sorrow. Help me tell someone, do not sorrow. I can't hear you tonight. Sorry, do not sorrow. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. When you are consciously releasing joy, praise God. Do do you know how to do this? I I talked only briefly on Sunday. Go somewhere in your room, shut the door for like 10-15 minutes and just begin to laugh in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Like we are doing on Sunday. Or begin to dance and rejoice in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Or you are driving down the road. You are taking a bath in the shower. You are washing dishes in the kitchen. You just remember God in one way or the other. Maybe something he has done for you or maybe a promise he has made to you or just something about God that God loves me, that God will never leave me or forsake me. Ah, three years ago, the other day, I ran into robbers, and God delivered me. You remember, and you just begin to rejoice. Not that something has happened that made you happy, glory be to God. That's what God means when he says, are you enjoying your life? Are you rejoicing now? Are you happy And this is a question everybody has to answer for himself. Praise God. The joy of the Lord is what will give you strength. Hallelujah. And it's an expression. I I hope you are catching what I'm saying here. It's it's just an expression of faith. They had not finished building this wall when he told them to go and throw a party. (laughs) Praise God. Really, this is echoing what James said in James chapter 1. My brethren, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, trials, and tests, rejoice. Be joyful. Thank God. Praise God. So that your faith can receive the strengthening you need. See, let me tell you something. Look at me very carefully, everyone, and catch this. We, we spent talking about spiritual intelligence just to connect this to what Dr. K was sharing with us. When you are in any situation, I need money. I'm trusting God for promotion on my job. I'm trying to get something, something I want to do, I want to achieve. The, 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 The thing that will unlock whatever it is you are looking for, whether sometimes it's wisdom you need, sometimes it's favor you need, sometimes it's different kinds of things. The intelligence that you need to apply in that situation, you can't do it if you have a dull spirit. Hallelujah. You can't do it. That's why God will tell you to rejoice or begin to walk in joy. And you can do this, you can walk in joy because it's a fruit of your spirit. What does that mean, fruit of our spirit? I can breathe in and out because that capacity to breathe in and out is a fruit of my lungs. It's a capacity that the lungs that God has put inside of me can, it has. If I can't do it, something is compromised where my lungs are concerned. Maybe somebody is suffering from asthma. Hallelujah. But there's no compromise recreated human spirit. So when you're attempting to build a wall and enemies are attacking you left, right, and center, and you are tempted to be depressed, you can rejoice. When you fall into diverse trials, temptations, trials, temptations, and tests, you can rejoice. It's like you are breathing. You are just understanding the mechanism of faith that God has given you and it puts you in a place where you are strengthened. Hallelujah. Strengthened. Then I can do what I need to do. I can build a wall. Praise God. I can build a wall. Sir, you have to be a joyful person. That's where I'm going to tonight. (laughs) Praise God. If you are Going to be this can-do person. This is how they develop the can-do spirit. So Apostle Paul will write to us, 1 Thessalonians 5, Rejoice always. In everything give thanks. For everything give thanks. Be always rejoicing. Because you understand how it strengthens or how it allows us to be strengthened. When joy is compromised, hallelujah, it becomes difficult for our faith. To receive the the strengthening we need from God. Am I talking to somebody tonight? I want to tell you again. You can achieve that goal. You You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. You can be that person God has called you to be. You can get that result God wants you to have. Hallelujah. You can be the dream that God has given you. You can get to where God has ordained for you to get to. Hallelujah. Embrace that can do spirit. Glory be to God. And one vital way you do it is by enjoying your life right where you are now. Praise God. Rise on your feet with me this evening. Lift those hands to God. Somebody say, I I choose to enjoy myself. I choose to rejoice. Listen, I'm not going to and we could try to do that tonight. And I'm sure I'm still going to teach along this way. Ah, everybody laughs. Everybody laughs. We can do that. But that's not where I want to go to tonight. I want you to leave this place with a comprehension that I, I have to be joyful. I, if I'm going to do all things, glory be to God. If I'm going to achieve my goals and get my results, I, I have to be someone that, that is joyful. So that like Sarah, somebody lift your hands to heaven. Even when what God has promised me seems impossible from where I'm standing. There's somebody like that there. You, like I said, you've come to the end of yourself. You're looking at what's going on around you. You have a goal. You have a vision. There's something you want to achieve. But it just looks hopeless from where you are. God sent me to you tonight. You can do that thing. You can. You can. You can. Embrace this can-do spirit. You can. You can. You can. You can. You can. And one of the things you need to start doing, start enjoying where you are. Start enjoying. Just begin to rejoice where you are. Oh, yakala satire.